sa lahat ng nangyayari ngayon, lalo na sa Pilipinas, gusto kong mag-backtrack sa mga bagay na nagbibigay ng pag-asa. Ito yung pinangahawakan ko na kahit na anong mangyari, sigurado ako that there will be something good kahit papaano. At least sa circles na ginagalawan natin bilang mga siklista. At least based on history. Especially sa mga nangyari noong mga nakaraang taon. Let's look back and recall the good things. Literal na kabutihan. The hope that I have and I hold on to. Coming from the bike community. This is Lester Babiera and you're listening to Tambike Session, an anima podcast. Naniniwala ako na cyclists are innately good. Bakit? Una, kasi they've chosen this humble vehicle for their transport, hobby, and even for short rides. Natutunan ko yan kay Kuya H, the veteran journalist Howie Severino. Sabi niya, biking is humbling. That it's humbling, but at the same time, you're doing the right thing. It's helping the environment, saves space in the city, reduces noise pollution. We all know that. At yun palang gumagawa na ng kabutihan in their own small ways ang mga siklista. Pero hindi lang yun eh. They go beyond that. Yung mga sinabi ko, that's an unconscious and given way of helping out. Siguro dahil expose ang mga bikers sa paligid nila na madaling maka-empathize sa mga tao around them kumpara kung kulong sila sa loob ng sasakyan. May kita mo eh, with all your senses, kung ano yung nangyayari sa paligid mo. In most cases, kapag nakakita ka ng injustices na nadadaanan mo habang nagbabike, whether it's poverty, violence, or inequality sa iba't ibang aspekto ng buhay, hindi mo mapipigilang maantig eh. And this feeling can lead to helping other people. Kahit simple lang na makwento mo sa kaibigan mo yung mali, ipost mo sa social media, o bigyan mo ng literal na tulong sa abot ng iyong makakaya. Sa mga listeners natin ngayon, sa mga hindi may alam, I run the cycling website First Bike Ride. Two years ago, nung ginawa ko yung social media pages ng First Bike Ride, hindi ko naman iniisip na magiging active advocacy ko na pala to and that the advocacy will go beyond advocating cycling as a form of transport. Over the years, nakita ko yung kabaitan ng community na na-form ng First Bike Ride on social media. Naalala ko, yung una kong pinost na non-cycling advocacy ay about catcalling. Meron akong feature na isang biker who got catcalled on the streets dahil nakasuot siya ng activewear. Medyo malala yun eh. I was with her. Tapos, naramdaman ko talaga yung feeling na kinakatkol yung isang babae. I know they had worse. Pero that moment, sobrang galit talaga ako. So nag-post ako. Kunento ko yung nangyari. And then merong call to action about ending catcalling. Tapos, it resonated with the audience. Sa mga siklista. Smaller pa yung numbers ng first bike ride nun kumpara ngayon, pero relatively madaming shares and comments. Doon ko na feel na, ay wow, this is nice. Everyone's helping out to spread this call of ending cat calling on the streets. Those little acts of sharing are something big for me. Kasi ba diba, when you share something, at least someone might see it, and then hopefully kung matamaan sila, magbago yung ugali nila. 
Ang dami ring nangyaring ganyan na sinishare ng mga tao yung mga simpleng post. At yung iba, tumutulong talaga. Halimbawa, recently, may nawawalang siklista. Literal na hindi siya mahanap. Nakita siya eventually dahil ang dami nagpo-post sa social media looking for that person. Those little things, I think, it goes a long way. Yung mismong sharing of rights of cyclists nga on the road, eh, on social media, and in real life, kapag may kausap ka na ibang tao, naging susi rin yun eh, kung bakit mas naging aware yung ibang road users. Lalo na yung mga motorista sa presence ng mga bisikleta on the road. But it's more than the simple actions. Siguro, isa sa mga una naming initiatives na ginawa talaga na may impact, at least para sa akin ah, And I guess my active participation from my followers and audience ay yung nag-donate kami noong February 2021 sa mga Aitas of Pampanga. Here's a short story. Isang beses, nagbabay kami ni Marty Salva sa Clark and Angeles. Napadpad kami sa Sitio Target sa Sapang Bato. Doon, na-meet namin yung isang 13-year-old girl na si Dina. Isa siyang Aita doon sa area nila, sa community nila. Gusto niya subukan yung mga road bike namin. Tapos, nakuwent niya sa amin na wala raw siyang bike. Pag uwi ko, pinost ko yung story niya on social media without knowing na suddenly, yung mga followers namin sa Instagram, sinadjust nila na, uy, bigyan natin ng bike si Dina. Sa totoo lang, noong una, ayoko sana siyang gawin kasi it's an extra effort eh. But eventually, I agreed. Parang nagkaroon ng feeling na, oo oh nga no, parang bigyan na natin siya ng bike kasi baka kailanganin niya and at the same time, it can empower her. So I agreed and then nag-open ako ng donation drive that evening. Alam nyo, natapos yung gabi na 30 pesos lang yung nag-send sa Gcash account ng first bike ride. So medyo sumakit ulo ko ng slide kasi... Hindi naman mura yung bike, di ba? Tapos 30 pesos lang yung na-donate. So sabi ko, sige na nga, abonohan ko na to. Okay lang. Pero, you know what? Before I sleep, that evening, may nag-message sa akin na magpe-pledge daw siya ng bisikleta. Pinabukasan, pumunta ako dun sa bahay nila and kinuha ko yung bike na ibibigay para kay Dina. So parang okay na ako. Kinabukasan, nung papunta ako dun sa bahay nung donor, nakareceive ako ng message from Kisha Mayuga. Isa siyang uh, cycling advocate. Sabi niya, she's donating nine bicycles from Life Cycles. Yun yung program na ginawa niya during the pandemic. So sabi ko, grabe, that's amazing. Siyam na bisikleta plus yung isa na dinonate nung donor. So natuwa talaga ako. And I thought na, ang saya na hindi lang si Dina yung makakatanggap nito. Eventually, more donations came and even old bikes were donated. Ang ending, we had 20 bicycles na pinamigay with some safety gears sa mga batang ayatas doon sa Sitio Target sa Sapang Bato. Nakakatuwa yun eh na makita mo na masaya yung mga nabibigyan ng bikes. In that community, very rare lang na may bisikleta at naniniwala kami that it can empower these kids. Masaya naman sila. Siyempre, masaya rin kami na nakikita naming masaya sila. So immediately, nag-update ako on social media telling all our followers and the donors 
na nabigay na namin yung mga bisikleta. Eventually, the donation drive went on. Akala ko hanggang doon lang yon. Pero nung anniversary namin, I opened another donation drive. Nagkaroon ng panibagong donation drive yung first bike ride at the end of 2021. So nakalikom kami ng pera and at the same time, nag-decide kami na yung recipients nito will go to different people who really need a bicycle. Yung mga deserving like bike commuters. So, so far, yung una naming recipient eh isang tatay na nanakawan ng bike. Medyo nakakaantig yung story niya eh kasi hinakaw yung bike niya along with his nine-year-old son. So, parang there's this guy, nakitang nagbabike yung anak niya. So, tinanga yung bike kasama yung bata. Pero yung bata, iniwan siya somewhere in Tayuman and buti na lang through Facebook, nahanap ng bata yung tatay niya. Parang nakigamit siya ng Facebook dun sa isang random sales lady. So, yung bike na yun, ginagamit niya for commuting to his work. So, when we learned about the story, sabi namin, oh, sige, bibigyan ka namin ng bisikleta. Meron din kaming nabigyan na fixie rider na nasunugan ng bahay nung December, parang a few days before Christmas. She bikes to work. At yung friend niya, request na baka pwede daw mabigyan ng folding bike kasi lumipat sila sa isang small space after the fire tapos hindi kayang mag-accommodate ng bigger bicycle. Another recipient ng bike donation na isang tatay who rides a bike from Mandaluyong to Valenzuela using a dilapidated bike. As in, pinapump niya yun every after few minutes kasi yung gulong niya constantly nawawala ng hangin. There are times na nabubutasan siya tapos wala nang available na vulcanizing shop in the area. Ginagawa niya yon para lang makapasok sa trabaho at makauwi. Well, aside from bikes, nagkaroon din kami ng partnership with David Ong. Merong drinks from The Curator and YKW at The Grid. Kung saan yung proceeds noon were used to buy helmets and lights. Mga safety gear for cyclists. So far, may mga nabigyan kami like this construction worker from Tanay Rizal and one from Malabon na madaming beses na na-accidente on the road. You see, a bicycle is very essential to them. However, hindi nila kayang mag-upgrade or bumili ng helmet at ilaw kasi hindi nila afford. Mas importante na gamitin yung pera nila sa pagkain kaysa sa kaligtasan nila. Ang importante para sa kanila ay makapasok sila sa trabaho. Regardless kung mababangga ba sila or sisemplang ba sila kasi hindi nila makita na merong butas pala yung kalsada. Nagkaroon din kami recently ng partnership with Esteban Cycling Community where people who went to Makati Street Meet last March can donate bike parts. So meron kami mga parts ngayon and we'll turn it into a bicycle soon. Tapos yung bike na yon donate namin. Alam nyo, sa totoo lang, yung tulungan at bayanihan ng mga siklista ay hindi lang nangyayari sa first bike ride community. Even outside our social circles, eh meron ding mga initiatives. I think one of the most striking community-initiated activities ay yung Share the City campaign that happened in Makati noong 2021 through Esteban Cycling Community. Nagka-issue kasi nun sa Esteban Street kasi hindi pinayagan yung mga bikers na mag-park sa side streets and empty slots for cars. Dapat dun lang sa designated bike racks. So yung mga tao, they had this clamor and question. 
para kanino ba yung city? Bakit empty space naman yun? So, bakit hindi pwedeng paglagyan ng bisikleta? Kasi yung bikes, di ba, relatively small yung size and it's not really detrimental sa mga dumadaan. Lalo na kung wala naman gumagamit ng space. Eventually, napayagan yung mga bike sa Makati. There was even a Grand Fondo event by Mobile in Manila that sprouted as a support to cyclists who want to fight their right. Nakakatuwa nga eh, kasi this campaign is not just Makati-bound. Nag-resonate siya maski sa ibang cities in Metro Manila and even in the provinces. There were cycling-related events during the past few years too. Even this year. Recently, yung pinakagumawa ng impact ay yung merong dalawang bikers na nagpapahinga sa sidewalk after doing laps sa Mall of Asia. Napatay sila ng isang drunk driver na walang lisensya. The cycling communities went to pay their respects, grieve and offer a ride for the two departed souls. Yung mga calls for anti-drunk driving and safer roads are always being campaigned every after an unfortunate events kagaya ng mga deaths and bad accidents na involving a biker. Nangyari na rin yan in 2016 when a cyclist was gunned down in Manila because of road rage. Sa magandong panahon, cyclists unite for the advocacy. It's fascinating kasi even though hindi naman magkakilala lahat ng cyclist, they gather for a common goal. If mapapansin nyo sa mga rides, bikers greet each other on the road. They wave a hand, ring a bell, o kaya they smile. Regardless of the bike, nakakatuwa lang that there's this thing that makes us united. Sabi nga nila, sino-sino ba naman yung magtutulungan at magdadamayan, di ba? Kung di tayo-tayo lang din. I remember this moment back during the early months of the pandemic. Cyclists and advocates went out to put makeshift bollards para lang magkaroon ng bike lanes sa mga siklista during the pandemic. It's something na hindi nagustuhan initially ng mga people in power, but the advocates pushed through. Hindi sila napagod na ipaglaban ang kaligtasan ng mga siklista. And look what happened now. There are permanent and painted bike lanes all around Metro Manila and even in provinces. Nakakatuwang isipin na ang small initiatives na to ng mga siklista for the safety of others would go on a national level that it will be considered as something important by the government. Ngayon, hundreds of millions of funds ang nakalaan para sa cycling infrastructure. Do you remember the time when community pantries became popular? Ito yung initiative ng mga mamamayan na maglagay ng pagkain and essentials sa isang spot at yung mga tao ay kukuha na lang kung ano yung kailangan nila. Cyclists even participated to deliver goods to various community pantries na hirap na access ng sasakyan. An initiative by Mobile in Manila is an example. Something na nag-participate ako. Naalala ko, nagdala ko ng mga kalabasa, noodles, gulay, biskwet, tsaka other essentials sa Valenzuela. Gamit lang isang bike. We bike from Pasig. Grabe, hindi ko in-expect na kaya yun ng bisikleta. Nakakapagod, sure, pero yung community pantry na binigyan namin ay located sa isang lugar na hirap makapasok, ang isang four-wheel vehicle. 
Lima kaming nag-deliver, all with our gravel bikes and pan years. Magandang experience eh. Medyo nakakapagod, pero very fulfilling. Lalo na nung nalaman namin na hindi naman daw nabibigyan gano ng donation yung community pantry na yun sa Valenzuela. Kasi nga, masikip, and at the same time, medyo liblib yung lugar nila. Well, nagkaroon din ng community pantry for cyclists. Nangyari to sa Commonwealth, and it was spearheaded by Bikers United Movement. Hindi ko siya nasaktuhan eh, but I've seen posts on social media. Nakakatuwa lang yun eh, kasi parang tulong-tulong talaga yung mga tao. May mga initiatives din na nakaka-amaze isipin, kagaya ng donation drive na ginawa ng Esteban Cycling Community for a cyclist na merong cancer. Nagre-raise sila ng funds para sa chemotherapy ng siklista. Malaking tulong yon Para sa akin, that's a big thing. Yung may sense na member ka ng isang grupo na tutulungan ka kahit hindi bike-related problems. Madami pa rin initiatives na nagsasprout at sure ako na there will be more in the future. But to be honest, meron din tayong tinatawag na donor fatigue. What does donor fatigue mean? Ito yung parang nababurnout ka na sa pagbibigay ng tulong dahil lagi ka na lang nagdodonate. Don't get me wrong ha, hindi ka masamang tao for stopping donating items to charity. It's just that it's normal and it happens. Sa totoo lang, kawang gawato. Nakakaawa kasi yung mga underprivileged na tao. That's one way of at least helping, lalo na kung meron kang sobra. But these things are not our responsibilities. There are bigger people and institutions who and that should be involved into alleviating the problems of these members of our society. But still, ako personally, I think I will continue in helping people given the platform and being inspired by other people who are always there to help and those who are always of service. Pero siyempre, minsan, nakakapagod. Sabi nga doon sa isang collective na sinasamahan ko recently, magpapahinga pero hindi susuko. So ayun, tuloy lang siguro ang pagtulong, lalo na kung kaya. And I'm sure, hindi ako nag-iisa. Lalo na sa bike community na ginagalawan ko. Kaya nga siguro enjoy akong mag-bike. Bukod sa masaya yung activity, alam ko na laging meron akong kasamang mga mabubuting tao. Well, at least sa mga sinasamahan ko ah. These cyclists, groups, communities, they inspire me. They give me hope. Sa bawat pangambatakot, sa uncertainties kung ano ang mangyayari, lagi kong pinangahawakan na merong ray of light ng pag-asa. Ang cheesy man nun, pero totoo naman na merong mga taong handang tumulong. Kagaya ng mga siklista. Kasi sa panahon ng gipitan, just like how group rides work, walang iwanan. Thank you very much for listening and hopefully na-inspire din kayo ng mga initiatives ng mga cycling groups. As we go along towards our goals and destinations, tuloy lang and magkita-kita ulit tayo sa susunod na episode ng Tambike Session.